You are listening to the She Runs the Show podcast with Cassandra Vaughn, episode 176, the solo series. Hello, hello, everybody. Welcome to a brand new episode of She Runs the Show. Cassandra Von Worsley with you here. It, it is cold here in Wyoming. It is February and it is freezing. And on top of all of that, we are about to do a move. So uh, I wasn't expecting to move in the middle of winter when some days are negative 40 degrees, but that's exactly what the universe has for us. So we are in the process of moving in the midst of writing, you know, 52 books in 52 weeks and keeping this podcast afloat and everything else. So if you can ever relate to the moments where as an entrepreneur you go, there's not enough hours in the day to get everything done that I want to get done. That's kind of the moment that I'm in. So welcome to working on productivity while feeling super, super busy. I am so glad to be with you on today's episode. Today is another solo episode. We are going to talk about a really important thing. I don't know how often we talk about this, but before I dive into today's episode, let me say a couple of things. If you are new to the podcast, number one, welcome. She Runs the Show was created because I am on a mission, and the mission is really powerful and also very simple. I want women entrepreneurs everywhere to know that they can and they must have both. Relationships that thrive, businesses that rock. Relationships that rock and businesses that thrive. There's no having to pick one over the other. So this podcast is a podcast designed to help you master your mindset so that you can create a life where you do have both relationships that rock and businesses that thrive. On another note, I will say, if you are not subscribed to the podcast, please go on iTunes and subscribe to the podcast. I'm pretty sure you can find me on iTunes at tinyurl.com forward slash she runs the show podcast. That's tinyurl.com forward slash she runs the show podcast. And finally, I am writing, I have challenged myself since November to write 52 ebooks in 52 weeks. Some weeks it goes great. Some weeks it doesn't go so great. I would love it if you would uh, find me on Amazon at overcomingfearbooks.com and look at the books that I've got on there and download, read, purchase. Most of them are in paperback as well. Whatever you need and whatever you feel called to read to change your life, grab one of those books at overcomingfearbooks.com and share them with people who you know need help with things like mindset and grit and beginning again and overcoming fear. I write a lot about how do you turn fear into fuel and I also write about how do you make the obstacle the way. And so you can check out those books at overcomingfearbooks.com. All right, housekeeping is done. Let's dive into the episode. So this episode was inspired by listening to a fellow entrepreneur, Ronsley Vaz, who has a, a great podcast. If you're an entrepreneur, you really need to listen to Bon Appetit, which is Ronsley's, um, you know, it's on iTunes. It's his podcast. It's called Bon Appetit Entrepreneurial Conversations with Ronsley. Awesome podcast. And so I, I've been listening to a lot of episodes of his lately. And there's this one episode, episode 247, where Ronsley he, he talks about the fact that, and I don't know who asked him this question, but he talks about the fact of, of always being concerned about victory um, making him weak. And I, I had never heard it posed that way. I had never heard this idea of, has victory made you weak? 
right? We think about victory and we think about what victory requires. And obviously victory requires having a champion's mindset and being relentlessly focused and, you know, doing the work and being the hardest worker in the room, as The Rock would say, and, you know, work hard and, and you know, to get to victory, whether you're a business owner or you're an Olympian, it takes a lot of grit and resilience and focus and you, you can't half-ass victory. Do you know what I mean? Like, you, you're just not going to half-ass getting to victory on the biggest things in your life. And so I'd never put two and two together and really thought about this idea until I heard episode 247 of Bon Appetit. I'd never thought of this idea of, has victory made you weak? And I want to sit there today because this is where, for a lot of us as entrepreneurs, we do get into trouble because we, we, you know, um, when, when things are tough and when your back is against the wall and when you are struggling, guaranteed when, when something comes from life to deliver an emotional gut punch that you never saw coming and you have to go into fight or flight mode, I guarantee you, you will find a solution. You will find a way out of that situation. You will, in the moment that you get hit with something unexpected from life, you will channel all of your resources. You will do like mothers who lift up cars when their babies are stuck under them. All of us have within us this ability when in the moment we are challenged in a way we never thought we would, we cultivate and we pull immediately all of those resources and we get the job done. We all have that ability because it's a survival mechanism. We've used it for centuries to survive. However, and this is where Ronsley really had me thinking, has victory made you weak? Something also happens, and I don't know if this is just a, an evolutionary thing or a survival mechanism, but something also happens when, when life is tough and things are hard, we cultivate the champion within, the warrior within, we get in the arena, we fight, because it really is like fight or die in our minds. But then we, we overcome that hurdle or that obstacle. We start doing really well in our business. We start to have victory after victory after victory. And then we get kind of complacent. We kind of, you know, we, we get, we get kind of like, oh, everything's good. I don't really need to do anything else. Like, and we don't even know we're doing it. Here is the tricky part of this. We get to a place of comfort in our business. We feel like money's flowing in. We feel really good. Our back is not against the wall. And then without even knowing it, because we're doing this subconsciously, we start to slack a little bit. We're, we're not as hungry as we were. We don't, you know, stay attuned to everything that's going on in the marketplace. We aren't delivering exceptional customer service. We're kind of feeling like I've made it. I've arrived. So I can, I can relax a little. I can take a break. And this is where this question becomes so important because one of the things that entrepreneurs will do to sabotage even getting to victory because they fear the complacency that comes with victory is they will keep themselves in a low point in their business because they know that whenever they hit high points, they get way too comfortable, way too complacent, and then they fall again. And so it's not only that they're afraid of the victory, they're afraid of the fall after the victory because they've done the complacent thing so many times before. So in today's episode, here's my question. And this is the question that I suggest that we ask our ourselves constantly in our business, especially when business begins to boom and explode. Has victory made me weak? Has victory made me weak? Because here's the thing. 
on the one hand, you've got to be uh, hungry in your business, no matter what level of revenue you've hit, what level of victory you're at. It doesn't, you've got to find a way to stay hungry if your business is going to stay competitive and innovative. And if you're going to maintain your hold with your tribe and your clients and your customers. So on the one hand, you, you have to be consistently hungry. There's no like, there is no arrival point. It's like mastery. Mastery is a lifelong process. So on the one hand, you have to stay hungry, but on the other hand, people go, well, does that mean I'm unsatisfied? Does that mean that I'm always, you know, striving for more? Isn't there a problem with never being satisfied with what you have? That is the dichotomy that we need to straddle when we're asking ourselves the question, has victory made me weak? Because in many circumstances, the reason why entrepreneurs are afraid to ascend to higher levels is because they know that when they achieve those victories, especially back to back to back, they get complacent, they get lazy, and then they lose. And the losing is harder than what it took to get to the win. So here's the question you need to ask yourself constantly in your business, no matter what stage you're in. Has victory made me weak? Because here's the deal. Yes, in your business, you need to stay hungry, but hungry doesn't mean starving right? So hungry and starving are not the same thing. And so often people go, well, if I'm always reaching for more and striving for more and nothing is ever good enough, then then I'm living this unfulfilled life. No, 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 no. Let's get this. Like what, what you're describing is starving. And yes, if you are always starving, if, if nothing you do today, this week, or anybody else does for you is ever good enough, yes, you will be starving and, and life will never be fulfilled. But hungry is not starving, and starving is not hungry. When you are hungry, you are satisfied with what you're doing in the present moment, but you know there's more because you can always become more of who you really are. Hungry and starving are not the same thing. Now, in order for you to ensure that victory does not make you weak, whether it's the victory you're experiencing right now or the victories that you're going to have 10 years from now, there are certain steps that you need to take to stay hungry as victory ushers in. Let's talk about it. I'm going to give you seven. So seven things you need to do so that when you ask yourself the question, has victory made me weak? You can unequivocally say, no, it hasn't because I've stayed hungry. No, it isn't because I'm staying hungry. Here's how you stay hungry as victory ushers in. Number one, This is the most important one. Let me just, I'm not, these are not necessarily in order, but I'm just going to start with the most important one. Don't get comfortable. Do not get comfortable. And a lot of people will take this the wrong way and they will say, well, shouldn't I enjoy my life? Shouldn't I be, you know, shouldn't I feel good with where I'm at? Listen, you can be uncomfortable. Let me just, I, I need to back it up for a second. The most exciting places of your life will be super uncomfortable. How about that? The most exciting moments of your life will be uncertain, they will be uncomfortable, and that's why we call it adventure. The first thing you can do to stay hungry as victory ushers in is don't get comfortable. Here's why you don't ever want to get comfortable. Number one, life happens in seasons. There are going to be ups and there are going to be downs, and you don't necessarily control any of it. You could do everything in your business to recession-proof it. Let me help you out. A recession is coming. Like, if you just look at history, if you just get some book that will walk you through, go to Wikipedia. You don't even need a book. Go to Wikipedia and look up all of the recessions we've had in the last 100 to 200 years. I'm not, I don't need to be psychic to tell you in the next five to seven years, another recession is coming. So the reality of the situation is there will always in life, as long as you're breathing, 
be ups and there will be downs. So you've got to learn how to, yes, savor the victory that you're experiencing in this moment for, for a quick minute. But then pivot into saying, okay, now that I feel really good, I'm satisfied, I'm content, the victories are rolling in, how do I leverage this feeling of satisfaction and fulfillment to take my business to the next level? Number one, if you want to stay hungry as victory ushers in, don't get comfortable. Number two, remember, if you want to stay hungry as victory ushers in, that victory is not the same thing as mastery. Lots of people confuse the two. Victory is not the same thing as mastery. You've got to keep a beginner's mind and focus on the work of deliberate practice. What is deliberate practice? Uh, it's, it's this having this growth mindset where you focus on getting better and better and better, knowing that the more that you do something, the more that you apply your focus to something, the more that you say, okay, that way didn't work. Let me try this. This way didn't work. Let me try that. It's this constant evolution where you say to yourself, my whole life is about developing mastery and I'm never going to hit true mastery. But the whole point of my life journey is to learn how to master, which means I'm practicing, which means I'm always keeping that beginner's mind of, I don't know everything and I'm not going to be the smartest person in the room. Otherwise, I'm in the wrong room. So number two, if you want to stay hungry as victory ushers in, understand that victory is not the same thing as mastery and you will be spending the rest of your life on mastery. It, you will not arrive and be good with that. Beginner's mind. Third thing you can do to stay hungry as victory ushers in is this. Understand that there is no neutral to business success. There is... A lot of people want to get, they're like, okay, if I could just make $10,000 a month, if I could just make six figures a year, if I could just make this, then I'm good. Then I, then I could just sit there and I can be, <clears throat> there's no nice way to put this. Nobody's neutral, not even your business. You aren't neutral. You, the emotional vampire people you might have around you from time to time, they're certainly not neutral. Nobody's neutral. There is no neutral to business success in any given moment, whether it is life or business. Either you are growing or you're dying, period. Either you're going up or you're going down. There is no sitting at floor one of the elevator of your life. It doesn't work that way. We are, we are human beings, not human doings, and we are filled with energy and energy <clears throat> changes form constantly. It is never staying in the same place. So if you want to stay hungry, as victory ushers in, I want you to understand that there's no neutral to business success. Either you're growing or you're dying. So be mindful of which one you're doing in any given minute, especially when you want to get complacent. You want to go, well, this is really good. Like this is, this is really good. No, there, there's, there is no staying exactly where you are. Nobody's neutral, including you and including your business. So understand that in any moment, you are either expanding or you're contracting. And be very clear with yourself in moments when you feel super comfortable which one you're actually doing. Fourth way that you can stay hungry as victory ushers in. Be ahead of yourself when it comes to the pain of change. Um, <clears throat> change is, listen, we all know change is constant, right? We know that, that everything changes. Our, our cells change moment by moment. Our bodies change all the time. Our seasons of life change. But I don't really know anybody who loves the pain of change. And yet the pain of change is a real thing because for many of us, in order for us to get 
ourselves to the point where we get sick and tired of being sick and tired and then finally start a business or we get sick and tired of being sick and tired and finally do the things in our business that makes the money. For a lot of us, we have to be forced into that position via pain. And here's what I'm going to say about this. If you want to stay hungry as victory ushers in, you don't need to wait to lose all the money to be in a tight spot and you're back against the wall to then go do what you need to do to take your business to the next level. A lot of people wait for that. Don't do it. Inflict the pain of change on yourself. Like, why should you wait for the world to give you the pain so you get your butt moving? You force yourself to get your butt moving by constantly, no matter how much victory you're experiencing, inflict the pain of change on yourself. Because when we wait for life to kind of poke us in the butt, we lose a lot of ground that way. We lose a lot of ground in the fight or flight mode, reeling from some unexpected thing, which truly wasn't that unexpected if you looked at the behavior of complacency that you'd been doing before. it. That's a whole other topic. It wasn't that unexpected. But when you wait for life to throttle you, to get you to move, you lose a ton of ground that way. And it would be so much better if you just kicked your own ass. Just kick your own ass and inflict the pain on yourself first, because then it is momentum and it's consistent that you're leveling up. You're not going into a corner in the fetal position like a turtle underneath its shell, trying to scramble and figure out how to get all your resources together. Inflict the pain on yourself. Be ahead of yourself when it comes to the pain of change. Fifth thing you can do to stay hungry as victory ushers in. Just remember that you're never going to arrive. I, I remember being like, 15 or 16 and thinking, by the time I'm 25, I'm going to be at the pinnacle of everything. I'm going to have all the things that I want. It's going to be done. And then I got to 25 and I was like, man, like I'm not even at, I'm not even at milestone one. I don't know what the hell I was thinking at 16 years old. You know, and even in our 20s, 30s, 40s, and 50s, we have this false notion that, that, okay, I'm going to start this business today and within five years, I'm going to arrive. No, in fact, you don't want to arrive. That's the whole point of the adventure called life. You never want to arrive. There's always more of you to be. There's always more to do. There's always new things to learn. There are new businesses to create. That's the whole point of this, this adventure called life. You never want to arrive. So, so just remember, if you want to stay hungry as victories are ushering in, this is not about checking off the boxes. This is about like exploding the to-do list and getting to the end of your life and going, whoa, what a ride that was. Whoa, what a ride that was. And, you know, I saw this quote from Confucius and it really reminds me about this whole idea of never arriving. So Confucius said, Learn as if you were not reaching your goal and as though you were scared of missing it. Now it's deeper than it appears. Let me read this again. Learn as if you were not reaching your goal and as though you were scared of missing it. Do you see what hunger is? Hunger is I am moving and hustling and doing the work as if, if I don't fully commit and give all that I have to this, I could miss this boat. And at the same time, I also understand I'm never getting on the boat. So learn as if you were not reaching your goal and as though you were scared of missing it. Understand this. Every goal you hit will create the desire to reach a new level and every new level will require a different version of you and none of that will end until your life is over. Every new goal, new level of you. And you're going to keep going for goals until you're no longer on this earth. 
Which means you're ne- it, it's never going to all get done. So when you are experiencing massive victory, you're like, man, I'm checking this box and that goal's done and this bucket list, which I don't like bucket list, by the way, this bucket list item is is taken care of. Just remember, you're never going to arrive. Like just, that's the, that's the whole excitement of the journey. That's what makes an adventure is that you're never going to arrive. Like you're going to hit pinnacles and you're going to go to the top of one mountain and then you're like, oh my goodness, there's 50 mountain ranges left for me to straddle, climb, whatever. You're never going to arrive. Remember that. It keeps you hungry. But it also helps you savor the moments of victory because you're never going to arrive and you're going to be on that mountaintop for a second. You're going to go back down and go up another mountain. Sixth thing that you can do to stay hungry as victory ushers in, excuse me, refuse to be comfortable with good enough. I can't tell you the number of people I see who get super stuck in good enough. You know, and, and whether it's because you have people around you, family and friends who tell you, why can't you just be happy with what you have? Like, I, I, I spent probably my twenties being surrounded by people who were like, why can't you just be happy with what you have? Um, needless to say, those people for the most part are no longer in my life. Just saying in my forties, I just finally got to the point where I'm like, I'm done with people who are good with good enough, <clears throat> but you got to refuse to be comfortable with good enough. Uh, and, and again, I think it's Jim Collins who wrote the, the book. I think it's called from good to great, but I don't quote me on that. But he said, good is the enemy of great. And a lot of people are living. I mean, we have raised generations of children to believe like everybody gets a trophy and everybody gets an award. That's not really the way life goes. So we've set up a couple, at least two generations of children for failure in life because we gave everybody a trophy. We told them everybody's special and everybody gets to win. Not so, not so. So here's the thing. You got to, if you want to stay hungry as victory ushers in, when you hit a new victory, you got to remember that the new victory establishes your new normal. It establishes your new good. So getting to the victory, you were moving from good to great. But once you've achieved the, the victory, now you're at good again. Cause a new level of you has, as, surfaced to achieve a new level of success. But once you achieve a new level of success, it's no longer a greatness thing. It's a good thing. And so you can't get comfortable with like, okay, I got this and this and this, and I'm making this, this and this, and it's good enough. You'll lose ground that way because good is the enemy of great. You're always seeking to be more of who you really are. You're always seeking to go to the next level of who that is because you're always evolving and growing and expanding. So if you want to stay hungry as victory ushers in, if you don't want to get complacent and lose ground, you have to tell yourself in moments where you're just achieving and you are like, you're crushing it. Yes, honor the fact that you're crushing it. Be like, I'm feeling myself because I'm crushing it. But in the same breath, you need to say, okay, well, that new version of me has now showed up. I need a new, I need a new level to go to because I need to become even more of who I really am. So remember, good is the enemy of great. Seventh and final thing you can do to stay hungry as victory ushers in. Work diligently and vigilantly on being the hardest working person in the room. Dwayne The Rock Johnson said it best. He said, be humble, be hungry, and always be the hardest worker in the room. Here's the thing. Everybody knows whether they're in that, in, in this moment, the hardest working person in the room. And when I say the hardest working person in the room, I don't mean you're constantly trying to keep up with the Joneses or you're looking at what everybody else is doing or you're saying to yourself, man, I got to keep up. I got to do this. I got to do that. It, it, this is not a comparison trap thing. You know, without having to compare what any other entrepreneur is doing in the universe, 
you know whether what you're giving to your business today means that you are being the hardest working person in the room. You know it. I don't have to give you a list that or signs or stuff that I know when I am wowing myself in the way I am hustling in my business today or whether I am tanking or whether I'm just doing enough to feel like I did something. I know when I'm doing that. So when I say work diligently and vigilantly, vigilantly on being the hardest working person in the room, I'm saying this is, this is a competition between you and you. This is not a competition between you and them. Now, if you need a little reinforcement, I like some reinforcement, just remembering what other people are out in the world, how they are victorious. It's not a, I need to be better than them. I like those reminders. So sometimes whether I'm doing, you know, a three hour workout early in the morning, or I'm trying to, you know, I'm at 10,000 words on a book and I want to get to 20,000 by the end of the day. I will sometimes say to myself, um, you don't need to be bitching and complaining about what you got to do today because, uh, the rock was up at four o'clock this morning doing a three hour workout before a 12 hour shoot on his latest film or show. <clears throat> I will say to myself in moments, you know you don't need to be bitching and complaining about the 10,000 words you need to write today because Michael Strahan is like flying between LA and New York every few days and on Good Morning America and doing his thing and still working out and building brands and businesses. He's got multiple businesses. So like I use other people that I admire who really are the hardest working person in the room as a way to remind myself that whatever it is I'm currently working on in my business, whatever it is I'm currently doing, listen, if they can do it, if they can hustle that way, I have nothing to complain about. This is a gift that I get to hustle. This is, this is a miracle that I get to work as hard as I work. This is what I have. This is what I have. This, this is what I was born for. Do you know what I mean? Like when Joan of Arc said, and I talked about this in another episode of She Wants the Show, when Joan of Arc was asked if she was afraid, right? You remember Joan of Arc. I think it's 18th century. Uh, women did not go out to battle, but Joan of Arc certainly did. She put the, the King of France rightfully on the throne, all that, that stuff. Somebody asked her uh, if she was afraid. If she was afraid. She's a young girl, 13, 15, 16 years old. She's a young girl leading all these men on a horse, uh, fighting in battle, and they asked her if she was afraid. You know what she said? She said, I'm not afraid. I was born to do this. I was born to do this. So when I get myself in moments where I'm feeling like, man, I got so many things to do and I, and I, and I, there's not enough time. And why is there always so much to do? And, you know, the complaining thing, which we all do from time to time. I just say, um, sweetheart, The Rock, Michael Strahan, Gina Carano, I just remember the people that are my role models for hustle. Gary, Gary V, Grant Cardone. Uh, and I just say to myself, listen, these people are running multiple major massive businesses with hundreds of employees and different brands and different things. They're, they're flying from place to place. Sometimes they're not even, you know, sleeping. Although I don't ascribe to that. I do sleep six to eight hours a night, most nights. Um, if they can do it, so can you. And that's how I use that. I don't use it to say, I've got to pass, surpass them, or I've got to beat them. I don't look at it like that. We're all in this together. When one of us rises, I don't care who it is. We all do. But I use their examples just to get my, my little inner critic out of the way and to say, shut the hell up and do the work. Like, we don't have time to be sitting here complaining or thinking about all the things we have to do. Do the work. Do the work. The results will take care of themselves. So at the end of the day, here's what I'm saying. 
This is a really powerful question that Ronsley Vaz posted in Bon Appetit, his podcast. Has victory made me weak? And as you get more victorious, as you experience your victories, you really have to think, you really need to ask yourself this question. Like, I'll give you an example from my own business journey. I'm writing these 52 books in 52 weeks. And every time I publish a, a new book, every time I, you know, I click publish and it's on Amazon at overcomingfearbooks.com and I see it, there's a part of me that wants to slack. I'm just full disclosure. I'm all about hustle and grind. But let me tell you what, every time I publish a new book, I'm kind of like, Oh, whew, that feels really good. Like maybe I can just take a few days off. Maybe I can like not start the next book. And there is a part of me that absolutely wants to slack. And this is the question I'm going to start to insert every, and it happens every book I publish. I'm not even going to sit here and tell you that I don't feel like slacking after I've just written 25,000 words and messed with Amazon and everything else and put it up. I mean, I just want to take a rest. And this question is going to be so powerful for helping me not slack in writing these books because the moment I say to myself, Okay, you just had the victory of this new book on Amazon. Is victory making you weak? Has victory made me weak? That I'm t- I don't I don't even know when I heard Romsley ask that question, I thought to myself, there is a there's a there my mother calls it uh lighting a candle under your ass. There is a candle under my ass that goes, "Oh no, you don't get to sleep. I don't care if you wrote 25,000 words. Get up, do it again. Repeat, 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 repeat. This is your life. Enjoy the ride. Have fun with it." So again, I want you to ask yourself, I don't care if you're just starting a business or you've been in business for 10 years, or maybe you're, and here, let me just say one more thing. I'm going to wrap this up, but I got to go there. A lot of my listeners are, are individuals who have nine to fives and are trying to build a business on the side. I really want you to ask yourself because see the day job thing can cause you to fall asleep on your business dream. The day job thing, because you get paid so much money because you have these awesome benefits because you get four weeks of vacation because you love what you do at your day job because the work is fulfilling to a certain extent. Oftentimes the victory that's making you weak in your business are the victories that you're getting from somewhere else. I wasn't planning on saying that, but let me sit there for a second. Oftentimes, the vi- the the weakness that you're experiencing in your business and the victories that are making you weak in your business are coming from somewhere else. They're coming from the fact that you make so much money in your full-time day job that you don't worry about money. So you're not feeling urgent about creating the business. Sometimes it comes from the fact that you love your family life and you're so happy with the family life that you have and you're a stay-at-home parent and you just don't feel like rocking that boat because it is so fulfilling and you're winning so much in that area and you're so good at being a stay-at-home parent that the business is kind of a hobby, but it's not really a business. Oftentimes, the victories that are making us weak in business are victories we're getting in other arenas. And let me just say this super quick before I end this episode. Check yourself on the victories you've got in other arenas that are making you weak in business and make a decision. If you're cool with your salary job and if you never built a business successfully, you would be cool in that job working for somebody else that I'm going to tell, I'm going to suggest to you right now. You don't need to be building a business. Period. You just don't need to do it because it's just not, it's, it's not a priority for you. And that's okay. Some people are meant to work for other people the rest of their lives. You might be one of them. Be good with it. Let it go. 
Some of you might be saying, well, I'm a stay-at-home parent and I love being able to go help out my kids' school, you know, five times a week and the PTA and leading this and leading that for my kids and cooking them, you know, all their meals from scratch four times a day. And then that's your full-time job. I'm just saying, not that I'm much of a cook. I can cook. I don't waste a lot of time on cooking because I don't have to. Um, but I know that if that's what I want to do, and I want to just make, you know, from scratch. My mother used to make lots of things from scratch, including pasta sauce. If that's what I want to spend my life on, yes, I can do that. But I'm not building a successful empire, a business empire doing that. So just keep in mind that the victories that oftentimes make you weak in business are in, are victories in arenas outside of business that then funnel into you not making the business a priority. Just saying. Had to go there. Came from uh, came from the ethers. My intuition just spoke. Had to go there. What am I saying at the end of the day? Use this question to light a fire under your ass. Has victory made me weak? Is victory making me weak? Is this current temporary victory that isn't making me weak? And then fix it. Fix it. Listen, you got one life. One life. Even if there are many lifetimes after this one, you won't remember this lifetime. So you only got this, this one life right here. Make it, if you want to build a business empire, I'm going to tell you, you can build a business empire. Anybody can build a business empire. Here's why most people never build a business empire. Cause they're just not willing to be the hardest working person in the room for decades. Yes, I didn't even say years. I said decades. And if that's you, be good with what you got. But if you really want this business empire, if you're really about being the hardest working person in the room, you need to use this question on yourself to light a, ca- a candle under your ass and say, listen, is victory making me weak? Because if it is, if I'm getting complacent, if I'm good with good enough, at some point, because nothing is neutral, I'm going to fail and lose ground and experience a lot of unnecessary defeat because I got too comfortable with where I was at. Nothing stays the same. Nothing. So if you're in neutral while everything in your life is changing, guess who's losing ground? You are. You are. So use this question to light a, a, a fire under your ass. Has victory made you weak? All right, everybody. I will catch you on the next episode of She Runs the Show. <laughs>